Welcome to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. The purpose of our show is to have fun. Fun talking about small businesses and all the stuff that goes on with small businesses. I mean, we might even talk about a towing company that we we uh, <laughs> might visit with tonight. Uh, you can never tell where these small businesses are going to come from or what they're going to do. But we deal with them. We're business coaches. I'm here with my long-term business partner, Adam Sunhalter. Uh, he's been with us, well, us. He's been with me for 15 years doing this stuff, coaching small businesses. We have a lot of fun doing it. We we try to take stories from our actual coaching practice, the current ones, and then work them into our program every Wednesday starting next month at 7 a.m. P.M. Thank you. You're all P.M. That's right. <laughs> our you show up here at 7 a.m., we're going to be trouble. Here, no, they'll say, where the hell are these people? That's well, right. We're waiting for our 7.30 show that's starting at 7 p.m. now, so <laughs> it gets confusing sometimes, but we work our way through it okay. That's all right. We keep each other going, right, Jack? No problem at all. So we have two very special guests with us tonight, uh, Natalie Hosevar and her friend and his friend, who is Natalie. His friend is Adam. Adam. His name is <laughs> Anthony. Anthony Mancini. Same as mine. How you doing? How you doing, Anthony? How you doing, Natalie? Hello. Welcome to our show in Willoughby, and we're having fun. Always little Christmas trees and upset neighbors, but uh, that's, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> that's okay. Wow. We'll work that one in. Maybe it'll work <laughs> us in. Who knows? But uh, in any event, what are we doing tonight, Adam? We're doing lots of good stuff. Uh, first off, I uh, want to thank you again for listening to our show. For those of your loyal, longtime listeners, whether it be on the air here at WINT or our podcast <laughs> listeners, it's hard to believe we've been doing this show for almost two years and having a lot of fun doing it. Uh, you're always welcome to be part of the show, and there's lots of ways to make that happen. Uh, you can get us live here in the studio, uh, 440-946-9468. Again, 440-946-9468. we got Kurt working the board tonight. He'll be answering the phones when you ring in, so be nice to him and have a jolly time. Wish him a Merry Christmas. That's a good time of year to be able to do this. Uh, we're also on the Twitter sphere. Is that the right name for it? What do you guys call it? That's right. All right. So is that what it's called? Well, we got yeah. we got three All different. All these new words I can't keep. Well, up. We, we got three different handles <laughs> out there. We got one for our company, which is at Maximum VP. Uh, if you're looking to get Jack Mancini, you can get him at, at Jack M MVP. Uh, do you know that your papa has a uh, Twitter did, handle? I did not. All right, I did so not. I'm going to have to follow uh, him right boy, now. Here come the family here, secrets. Here it comes. Yeah, right? 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 So it, it's at Jack M MVP. That's, uh, that's him. Or you can search just for his name, Jack Mancini. You'll, get, you'll catch him out there. Wait, can you? <laughs> and then uh, if you want to get me, you can get me at, at Adam Sonhalter. So those are all you. ways to be able to kind of tweet at us, follow us, see what's kind of going on. Uh, you can also email us, radio at MaximumVP.com. And last but not least, if you go to our website, MaximumVP.com forward slash how, H-O-W. Uh, one of the things we do, we talk about how we help owners of small companies help them get unstuck from the state of how. Unstuck That's from right. the state of how. And we got some okay. other <laughs> unstucking to do tonight. <laughs> you get unstuck from mud. So... Anybody ever seen that, that movie, My Cousin Vinny? It's one of our favorites. And oh, uh, uh, you get stuck yep. in the mud with the, with the Mississippi <laughs> mud and the tires start spinning, right? So yep. uh, it's a very different this week. Last week we had, a, we had six or eight inches of snow coming down. It was a whiteout. You couldn't see what was going on. Uh, this week it's been in the 40s and 50s. All that snow is now melted. So there's lots of mud out there. So 
we may have some mud coming here later in the show. So <laughs> that's right. In any case, so yeah, so we we, we have guests uh, once in a while here in the studio, and uh, we're, we're happy to, to welcome on uh, college break. So so Anthony goes to University of Kentucky. Um, he you know he's improved himself since going to high school because he he's a St. Ed's graduate. <laughs> So oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, I have yeah. to digest oh. that one. Yeah. The uh, guy who just said that, where did he go? I think he went to that school across from Wendy's. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> What's that called? Is that what that's that's that called? I'm not sure. It starts with an I. How yeah. Many, how many things start with an I? Hey, now, wait a minute. Now, now, now you're at University of Kentucky, yeah, which yeah. has... What's the mascot down there? Uh-oh. <coughs> that's a wildcat, isn't it? Yeah, there it we is. Go. See, it okay, is. So you're improving. Uh, I think it's the original wildcat, though. <laughs> yeah. uh, copycats. The copycats. Yeah. Okay. You can never tell, right? Yeah. So... Uh, so, so one of the things we wanted to talk about tonight, and you know, we, we often share a lot of stories about clients on here, and, and one of the things we have to do, as silly as it might sound, is we have to help our clients learn how to celebrate. And so this time of year, it's a great time to start to kind of review what's kind of, you know, what's kind of happened during, during the course of the year. So um, you know, we have clients we'll, we'll kind of go through. We have, most of our clients have been with us for years, um, and we've, we've seen them grow. And it's kind of like kids. Like, you know, the, you know, when you see them every day, often you don't maybe, maybe notice it, or the clients themselves don't necessarily see the growth. But it's fun to kind of share and celebrate stuff with them. So uh, we had a client that we were talking to this week, and um, he, one of his goals has always been to get the company past a million dollars in sales. Okay? And so it's funny, as we're talking about it, we're starting to get the plans down for next year. He said, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, about three hours ago, we, we, we just passed a million dollars in sales for this year. Just yeah, put a couple of orders and did this, and he kind of kept on going. I said, wait a minute. I was like, stop. What do you mean? It was almost what, like what a, he had a Fitbit on, didn't he? <coughs> he's <laughs> tracking his sales every hour. <laughs> yeah, he's keeping close, <coughs> he's keeping close watch on it because it, 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 it's a key number, and that, that million-dollar mark is usually a kind of a key number. That, that sounds like, like a lot of money, doesn't it? You know, a million bucks? You know, so it's when you hear a million yeah. dollars in sales, what kind of comes to mind? Does that sound like that's like all of a sudden he's a, he's a rich guy and he's making a lot of money? Or, you know, what does that sound like to you guys? <clears throat> to me, I, I don't know. I know there's a lot of expenses that go along with it. <clears throat> so million dollars. Just collecting a million, not profit. Yeah, exactly. Revenue. Just grossing it. Right. <clears throat> um, I don't mean to, <clears throat> I'm not pretentious or anything, but it doesn't sound like that much to me. <laughs> good. Yeah. You're aiming high, right? That's yeah. right. He, he's aiming high. That's good. Well, one of the things one of the things that we encourage our clients to do is we encourage them to share financials with their with their people. And often, what happens? People will hear a number like that. They'll they hear about sales coming in, and and, and they assume, unlike, uh, you go by Anthony, Tony. What do you prefer to be called? Whatever. Uh, I leave it up to the person. I like oh, both. That's gonna, I like both. <laughs> that's going to leave it dangerous. All right. So most people aren't aware of all the expenses, and we'll, we'll get into this probably a little bit later in terms of why you probably have more of a sense of that, Tony, because of uh, some of the background you've got. But people will hear, hey, a million bucks in sales, you know, the, the, the owner's probably rolling in the dough. Hey, this is, you know, the, the person's a, you know, worth a million bucks or they're, they're a millionaire. But uh, when you achieve certain goals, it's important to kind of celebrate. So if you look back on the on the year that was, that's been a pretty good year for you so far, Tony, wouldn't you say? Yeah. So Tony plays <laughs> rugby for, uh, for the University of Kentucky, and for those of you who are Familiar with that, he plays a position called the eight man. For those of you who are not familiar with that, that's kind of the, the guy who's in the middle of it all. But uh, they had a pretty good year. We, we, you know, what were some of the accomplishments you, you guys had this year? Why don't you give us some highlights of the season? Yeah. Uh, so, just like the SEC in football or any other uh, NCAA conference, for that matter, um, there's 
the SEC for rugby. It's called the SCRC, Southeastern Rugby Conference, uh, just because it's <coughs> probably trademarked, you know, legal legal things have to do with that. But um, it's generally the same teams, Alabama, uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, South Carolina, uh, teams like that. Two of them are in the <coughs> playoff four team. Excuse me. <coughs> Frog just jumped down my throat. Uh, two of those four playoff teams for football have SEC teams. Do they not? Aren't there two SEC playoff teams? Uh, for football, there is, yeah. With Georgia, Georgia and Alabama yeah, are in the final yeah, four, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, doesn't necessarily reflect to rugby, though, that, su- that kind of success. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, can, I'll, I'll tell you, we're the best in the SCRC. Just won it. So there's an accomplishment for you. So and your so football your, team so your, isn't that good. So your, S, your SCRC champs for this year, Kentucky was. Yeah. Yeah, first time ever. Okay. First time Excellent. ever. And you're a sophomore down there. I am. All right. I am. You have a few Ignatius guys in the team, don't you, in addition to the Eds guys? Yeah. There's a lot of Ohio guys. Was yeah. Eight, eight guys from Ohio on that uh, team? I, I, could, I could name them all if you'd like. <laughs> go <laughs> ahead. Man. Oh, okay. names yeah, out there. yeah, go yeah. on. Uh, this, this <coughs> the guys from St. Ed's would be um, uh, Elijah Warfield, Porter Ramsey. Uh, both those guys just... I think it's just those two. Yeah, and then, three, uh, three Eds guys. Yeah, three Eds guys, um, <coughs> including myself. And then uh, two more from Ignatius, Brock Yoho and uh, Dave Strasshofer. And then from Cleveland, there's, there's, I think there's one more, just one more from Cleveland. Okay. Uh, his name is Dominic DiGeronimo. He went to Hudson. Okay. But yeah, so uh, it's, it's a, it all has to do with our coach. Huge, huge recruiter from up here because uh, Northeast Ohio has, has some really good rugby. With uh, St. Ed's and see, St. when Ignatius. you were back at St. Ed's, you you played. You were uh, state champs in the in the uh, you won the, the Ohio State Championship in rugby. Yes, sir. Who'd you beat in the playoff game? I, I can't quite remember. <laughs> that team that started with an I, or, you know, those imitation Wildcats. That's right. That's yeah. right. Wait, that yeah. was that was that one year on the four where Ignatius l- let you guys win the championship. Is that what happened? Well, Ignatius won the other three times. Is that right? Oh well, uh, it was two other times, oh. and uh, yeah, I think the Eagles were victorious in both of those Well, you're hitting on some good things, and so you know, yeah. The reason I'm bringing this up is a couple things. Again, having success, it's important to be able to celebrate success. For one. You mentioned a couple of good things, Tony, which is uh, recruiting. And so for, for, for a coach in sports, but also for, for an owner of a business, to recruit in good talent, that's the first step. And, and, and we often talk about if you have good people, um, they, can, they can do a lot of very, very good things for you. In fact, we find that a good person can often replace two or three other people who aren't so good within an organization. In terms of their attitude, their, their work ethic, just uh, their overall abilities to make stuff start to happen, because Kentucky rugby existed before you guys got there, right? But now yep. all of a sudden you guys are, you know, it's a pretty young team. You're taking it by storm. You guys are having some very, very good success. Yeah. Um, so recruiting that talent is one thing, but then also now be able to kind of coach and guide that talent to get the best out of them and get them to work together. So, so Natalie, you know, you, you've had a couple of jobs in the, in the retail space, right, which can be tough in a couple ways. So, you know, uh, one from the people standpoint, there's there often can be a workforce that kind of comes and goes, but also you're dealing with the general public, which can be very interesting, I'm Not sure. Easy. Right. Um, so, uh, so, you know, finding those good people can be very, very difficult. So you've, you've had a chance now to go from being, you know, on the front lines often to now you're, you're, you're in a managerial position working for TJ Maxx. Is that Correct. right? Yeah. All right. And I'll bet you T.J. Maxx found you and said, hey, we have a good person here. <laughs> so they didn't have to recruit another two or three because mm-hmm. they got you. 
See how that works. Yep, yep. <laughs> so there been some key highlights for you this year. Obviously, I was looking. I was, you know, see, uh, be, 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 as part of our show prep, you know, we're, we're very serious about preparing for our show here. I was doing some Facebook stalking. So I have a 14-year-old son and 11-year-old daughter, and of course, they think that only old people are on. So you guys should know they think only old people are on Facebook. So you guys are probably the, the last folks in terms of. You're 19 and 20. Is that old you guys are? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're probably the last people to be on Facebook. Anything beyond <laughs> that, you know, it's going to be going to Snapchat and <laughs> Instagram, whatever else is going to be kind of all those out there. all those hidden platforms that uh, us old folks. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still using dial-up phones, so you know I'm a long way for catching up to you. Hey, I'll, I'll let you build a Snapchat after this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got right. a deal. I mean, it's your choice. You know, I'll help you. All there right. I look forward to we'll it. Get, all right. We'll all get right. them started. <laughs> so w- when we come back, we have our first break kind of come up here. I want to kind of show I, I was able to learn some stuff as I was able to kind of cyber stalk you guys a little bit and Facebook stalk. Whatever terms you kind of use where you can find it, you can learn about people as far as what's kind of going on and, and get a sense. But there's been some highlights for this year <coughs> for you guys as well. So. We'll get we'll get into that when we get back at, after this break. So stay tuned for uh, for more of that. I'm Adam Sunhalter and I'm Jack Mancini, and we are business coaches with Maximum Value Partners, MVP, Most Valuable Player. That's the way to think of us. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 1015 FM, and online at WINTradio.com. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini, and we are, Adam and I, we are. We are business coaches with Maximum Value Partners. What we do, we help small business owners, not small in height, small in number of employees from 1 to 25 employees, and we help them get unstuck from a state of how. We really do. It's just coincidental that stucking has lots of different applications tonight. And we're having fun with that. At least so far we are. <laughs> we don't know where it'll all turn out. But I, I sense a, a good turnout tonight. But we help small owners of small businesses get unstuck from a state of how. How do I make more profit? How do I get sales? How do I find good people? How, how, how? Those questions never stop. And we have been together for 15 years, and we have we have solved countless, I mean, really countless, hundreds of how questions. That's what we do. And we're doing that tonight. Yes, we are. And we have a couple of uh, special guests in studio with us tonight. Um, Anthony Mancini, you may recognize the name. He's uh, Jack's grandson, as well as his... Now, what do I call you, Natalie? What's what's the official terms? I asked my, my, my son, who's 14, about this kind of stuff. So what do you... I saw on Facebook, it said you guys were in relationships. I saw on Facebook, right? <laughs> yeah. So... So what does that mean in in relationship? Is that kind of boyfriend girlfriend? Is that the right terms to use? Well, you're of an earlier generation. Yes, Adam. As, so not as early as your papa, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think you would call it going steady. There you go. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. right. Okay. Well, so, I was so, schooling him on on those. Oh, you were. Okay. So yeah. long time ago. Yeah. So he used I to call everything him, I know. So yeah, I was going steady actually for for your for for your grandfather's uh, generation. We used to call it just kind of going together. I recall being on a bus ride when I was in seventh grade, and, and I'm talking to a second grader about it, and he goes, hey, is that your girlfriend? I go, well, no, we're just going together. He goes, well, where are you guys going? <laughs> I, go, oh, I don't know where we're going. That's what we call it. We're going together, right? But my 14-year-old son, he's, you know, most things happen online these days. You know, it seems like people hang out, right? So he mentions, like, well, yeah, we, I'm, yeah, we're talking. I go, 
What does that What does that mean, right? Well, it means like we're talking. Is that Is that like dating? Well, yeah, you may call it dating your in your world. Like, okay, well, so well, it's not exclusive when you say dating. I go, okay. I go. So, what point do you reach that? You know, do people still use that that term, girlfriend, boyfriend. I don't know. They, they might. So that is that a recent thing that is that happened this year? You guys have known each other for a while this year. Okay, so it's been a again something else to celebrate this year. You guys are. Been started dating, okay. It's Absolutely. long distance, right? Yeah. yeah. Natalie's here in the Cleveland area, and you're down in, in Lexington. It's what, five hours? Five hours, yeah. All right. So technology these days, does that make it easier? And, uh, and you know, I, uh, my freshman year was 1991 in college. Okay. Wow. And so we had... <laughs> That's a long time ago. I didn't know you were that old. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I remember that was when the internet was kind of first... You don't know, want to know, you don't want to know my college graduate. <laughs> he was in 1961 was your freshman year, wasn't it, Jack? <laughs> You were one of the first classes at St. Ed's graduate. I know that. So <laughs> <laughs> he opened the school up. So I, I, I recall we, we, had, we had this one guy from Buffalo. And this was before the Internet really kind of happened or email really happened. But he was kind of a nerdy guy. And so he was always like, was, I guess it was like messaging. He had his girlfriend, right? So we'd have fun with him. We'd like send him out of the room and we'd start messaging her. Like she wouldn't <laughs> know who it was. <laughs> She's like, oh, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so. Things have changed a lot since then, right? So does technology make things easier to be able to have a, a long distance? So again, five hours is pretty long. Or I don't know, do you guys see each other often, or is this a big deal now that he's home for a couple weeks or three weeks? Yeah, uh, it definitely makes things easier. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, after Thanksgiving, so every every break, I'll come up here and see family and, and her. And uh, ever since I went back for from thanksgiving there's about a three-week period there for you know finals and you know just finishing up the semester and uh every day every day i would call her yeah <laughs> or she would call me and you know we couldn't do that you know otherwise um, now, now when you say call and again I, i'm viewing this from the perspective of a 14 year old son he doesn't really call people on the phone once in a while he does like but it's always like a 30 second discussion usually it's like a a facetime or something like that is that what you mean when you say call is it facetime usually or no is we, that you guys actually talk. talk on the telephone. Do you? Or, okay. Yeah, I mean on the cell phone, but you know, just a voice. Do you? Okay. And I don't, it varies. On, it varies by the person. I'd okay. say. Yeah. But some people like text more. Some people like to FaceTime. Like I have one friend that likes to FaceTime all the time, and I just I I, I decline the call. Do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have the. It's not like it, every time isn't the best time to FaceTime. You know, right. you, you almost have to be at home. At, at least in my opinion. You yeah, be. sometimes a whole different sure. way of communicating. Yeah, like yeah. so many choices now. Yeah. 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 So I prefer calling and I think she does too. Yeah. Yeah, I always find it kinda weird. It's because uh, I I'm, I'm used to being on the phone and you know, I talk on the phone, I usually I usually walk around. Right, so if I'm walking around, I'm trying to FaceTime somebody. Usually, it's gonna yeah. make them ill because you're like, "Oh, like, quit moving! Like, you gotta sit still, right?" <laughs> like a rocking boat. Right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll you know, like my daughter, I'll FaceTime her sometimes. She's like, yeah, Dad, I'm in the bathroom. She's messing me back. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't talk. I'm like, okay, thanks for letting me know. Right, it's always good to kind of know. So, um, let me kind of bring us back to some business stuff. I, I was talking before to kind of people a little bit of background in terms of what you guys have done. I know. Um, so you've had some bigger company experience. I said bigger company, Natalie, because you, you worked for TJ Maxx, a pretty good-sized corporation, mm -hmm. as is uh, uh, American Eagle was what you were with before. And I know, uh, Tone, you spent some time with uh, Hyatt doing some uh, parking of vehicles now, which is a pretty sizable company as well. Yeah. I'm curious, do you guys have any idea how big those companies are in terms of revenue? Uh, are we talking about the entirety of the corporation, of the corporation. Yeah. Oh. Not, not just your location <clears throat> but 
Well, uh, Most people don't have research. I, I could be Including wrong. Me. I could yeah. be wrong. I, I could okay. be wrong, and I don't know if you guys know this, but um, I think the Hyatt is part of the Marriott uh, branch. Is it not? I don't think, I don't think so. It's not? No, is I it private? Yeah. Well, no. I think they're different. Yeah, different owners. Okay. Well, um, I do know that they are worldwide. You know, they're international. Right. You know. um, so anywhere in the billions of dollars range. Yeah, yeah, they are. Both those companies. Both, yeah. Yeah. And uh, part of my job is to check our net sales like throughout the day and throughout the holidays. A couple of days ago, our net sales were supposed to reach as of last year, like 53,000, just like our store itself. And when I did check it at the end of the day, we ended up reaching 66,000. So just for, for one day. Yeah. And okay. for like one store. And I can't imagine, you know, I know there's multiple stores like throughout multiple states and countries. And I can't imagine. Right. Adam, Adam knows how many right, stores there are. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking. I was, just, uh, I was doing some research. I mean, the beauty of what of, of the internet and things are available at, at your fingertips. And it must be true because it's on the web, right? It wouldn't be must false, be. right? Okay. <laughs> so Hyatt's about four point four billion. Just, you know, that's, so it's a decent sized company, right? Yeah. Uh, TJ Maxx is part of a the, the corporation is TJX. Mm -hmm. So TJ Maxx is yeah. the biggest part of it, but they have some other pieces mm -hmm. as well. They do about thirty four billion in sales, right? Now, American Eagle is a little bit smaller. They're only doing about $3.6 billion. Yeah. I say only. And I, I try to give this perspective because here we are celebrating with a client yesterday about reaching the one million. I feel like I'm in Austin Powers. You guys ever see Austin Powers, right? <laughs> one million dollars, right? Okay. So part, part of what happens, you know, so, so both Jack and I have been involved with big corporations. You know, I spent 10 years on Wall Street, and I worked on a lot of multi-billion dollar deals, international deals. And Jack is the vice president of a couple of multi-billion dollar corporations. So we've been in those worlds before. And it's a big difference between that. So multi-billions versus trying to get to millions or multi-millions. And uh, we prefer the millions and multi-millions. It's a lot of fun to kind of be in that, in, that, in that arena. But most folks aren't aware at all is what we find. People are usually kind of go about their, their, their lives doing their thing, and they don't even kind of think about, wh about what's kind of going on or how things work. You know, people, people will assume... That a big company, I mean, it's been around for a while. That hey, that you know, that they got piles of cash laying around somewhere, right? Um, so I was also doing a little bit of research into the university. So I see you're going to Tri C right now. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, community colleges have a great model. We're, we're very fond of community colleges. And it's so easy to get information and, and compile little backgrounds on <laughs> people. It really is. It's unbelievable. She's like, uh oh, yeah. No, it's okay. That's, uh, this is all. This that's is all learned. That's about. as far as it's gone. <laughs> that's okay. We <laughs> haven't gone any farther than that. So, so uh, Tri C is a. They have about fifteen thousand students at Tri C that are full time. Mm -hmm. I think they said like thirty, thirty-five thousand kind of overall. And Kentucky has what about thirty-five thousand? I think kind of full time. It's a pretty. It's, it's, I thought it was more in the 20s range, but okay. It's yeah. maybe twice the size <laughs> I think in terms of the student yeah. population as as Tri C. So Tri C's got about three hundred million in revenue in terms of what they kind of do. And a lot of that comes from not just tuition, but they have all kinds of funding that comes from states and everything mm -hmm. else. Now, Kentucky, it's about $2 billion for Kentucky. They have, it's really about $3.7. They, they put a hospital in there. So the, uh, the hospital's mm -hmm. a pretty good-sized hospital, about $1.6 in revenue. But Oh, you're not factoring that in? Well, or, if, or if, if I do that, it's up to th like $3.7 billion. But just, oh. the, the, I guess, the academic institution is about $2 billion. So Wait, is that um, all the tuition... It's tuition plus any kind of other Endowments. government grants or things that that, that kind of go on. They they were showing. I, I forwarded something to, to to Jack that he could probably send you. It's a nice little PowerPoint that that, that they kind of put up to present what's kind of going on. And they showed over the last ten years how um, the, the financing sources. So like state aid and uh, state aid was probably I think it was, was it two thirds or, or three quarters of, of the funding in two thousand eight. And you fast forward to eighteen, and all of a sudden it's, it's about a third of it. 
So they've had to increase tuition because, again, th- what's happened is the cost for universities has, has gone up tremendously as well over the over the years. It's healthcare costs and and, and cost for education seem to keep climbing. Um, so, and we're not sure it necessarily gives a good return for that investment. Doesn't seem like. And uh, one or two. One. All right. So <laughs> so, uh, but th- th- there are a lot of big big dollars there. Yeah. So we look at at, at universities, and colleges. They're 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 big organizations. So we'll get into some more of this after our second break here. So stay tuned. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini, and we are business coaches with Maximum Value Partners. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, (laughs) WINT, 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at wintradio.com. All right, welcome back. We're back here on Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Uh, I want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas and a happy, safe, and prosperous New Year. Here we got another half hour to go on our show. We're having a good show so far. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini, and we are here with our two special guests tonight. As Christmas comes closer and closer, it's only a week away, isn't it, or is it less than that? What is today? Today's the 20th. We got five days, Jack. Oh my goodness! Less <laughs> Found than almost a week. the hours now. Less than a week. What more can we ask for? So we're having a, a pretty good talk, I guess. Uh, Anthony, are you an entrepreneur? You consider yourself an entrepreneur? What is the definition of an entrepreneur? Oh, oh boy, that's a tough question. I used yeah. to know that. I quoted it a couple of times. You know Let's what? I, I had a business class this uh, last semester, and just went in one year and out the other. Well, I think it really is is somebody who uh, likes to start and or buy small businesses it's and runs them with a so-called passion. I don't like that word, but that's what you find in most of the definitions. But uh, they're the, the heart and soul as far as we're concerned with every community. We love community colleges because they, you know, they basically can launch an awful lot of people. In fact, there are over... 25 million small businesses in the United States. And we define small as 1 to 25 employees. That's our target market. 25 million. And if you were to take them all away, things would be pretty boring. Services, going out to dinner, things like that. It wouldn't be there for the most part. So it's very important. It's fun. Uh, Entrepreneurs are often underrated. They're abused by the government. There's a lot of lip service given to them, but since they aren't organized as a as a unit too well, they get stepped on a lot. And uh, it's a wonderful profession to start your own business no matter what it is and obviously take it to some lofty goal. And that's what we teach our clients. So and we have a lot of fun doing it. So our, our, our listeners couldn't see Tony rolling his eyes when he mentioned the business class. So <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that what it was called? Is it called like business 101 or what was the class? Yeah, basically it was just intro to business. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you you have some entrepreneurish uh, beginnings here, aren't you? Don't you have a? Let's see. What do you do? I can't remember. Oh uh, well. <laughs> uh, a while ago, if I can, uh, if I can balance it with school, I tried to sell and promote this bottle, um, or it's few bottles actually uh for this company called retap north america real cool looking bottle um you've seen it 
I've seen it. Yeah. You know, it, uh, or the bottle is used for. It's a bottle, but it looks like glass, but it isn't glass. It's a designer whiskey, water bottle. It's a whiskey bottle? What kind of bottle are we talking about? You could about put here? your whiskey in it, actually. All right. Uh, it's actually it's used for water. It's okay. just it's part of this green movement that we've been living in the midst of for God, I don't know how long before I was born. But um, way back then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, so the. the uh, the goal of this company is to have people drink more water and they want to cut down on plastic water bottle use, uh, the single use plastic water bottles. Yes, thousands of years, those things sit in a landfill if you throw them in the garbage. So they're trying to push this, you know, refill the same bottle and people are more likely to drink more water, uh, something subconscious if the bottle looks good, which it does. That bottle, I agree. Here, it's got a great design. It and logoed can be uh, embedded or etched in the bottle itself, and it can be anything. And upscale hotels have uh, used it. Those have been the first yep. kind of uh, clients that you've been exposed to. And the Aloft downtown, mm-hmm. Cleveland. That's uh, they that they put them in their rooms, and the guests walk away with them. But uh, that's all right. They're more money one, for the one of those things. They're yeah, wrapped in the free towels they take, too, right? Yeah. That's, that's right. <laughs> that helps sales, so you, you uh, try to make it even more attractive. Yeah, exactly. So, 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 you, so you set up your own kind of independent rep firm type thing, or you set up your own company? How does how this work? Yeah. Um, kind of, uh, I'm part of them at the moment. I'd say, you know, I'm not, I'm not uh, my own entity yet, but uh, I'll... Use their name, say. Sure, I'm absolutely. A sales representative for Retap North America. Say it again so we can send them a big bill. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm kidding you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you started that when you were still in high school? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It uh, came about because uh, I also worked in retail, as Natalie does. But she had much more of a stomach for me, for it, than I ever had. Uh, I was only working in retail for about seven months. How long have you been? Three years. Three years. Yeah. Oh, you're a veteran. I didn't know you were that long. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> you have all kinds of knowledge here. Uh, so these bottles are, where do they make them? And uh, down on East 9th Street, or where, where do these bottles come they're, from? They're actually, um, they're from Denmark. Uh, they come in through the port of Cleveland, you know, all the way across the Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing about these bottles is they're made out of borosilicate glass which is uh same glass that beakers and test tubes are made out of so if you wanted sounds, to sounds like one of those fancy terms adam yeah it's more than three syllables jack has trouble with that same <laughs> i'm surprised they must have not taught that same that's 50 years ago no we only were working on two syllables <laughs> <laughs> it's expanded into the current classes that's, that's right, right. <laughs> so uh well, that's that's a good. I I know a little bit about that from from uh, talking to you about that stuff. But we're yeah. also talking about another thing that's even more trendy: cryptocurrencies. Yeah. There's another fancy word. Isn't Boy, it? it's hard it's hard to go anywhere and not have a discussion. And and, and it, it's funny over the last probably month, every client we've we've met with, every person we've met with, we, we we'll bring the topic up, and. It's amazing how many people know absolutely nothing about it. They don't get it. Um, you know, part of my time in in New York on Wall Street was during the mid '90s through the, the through the mid 2000s, 
So you don't remember that, but that was a dot-com. You probably heard about the dot-com boom and burst. Okay? We were actually just talking about it okay. not a couple of days ago. So I lived through that. And uh, this isn't quite there yet, but I can see this having a, a piece for it where people don't understand what's going on. Um, I guess as I look at it from a big picture standpoint, you know, cryptocurrency isn't brand new. Just people are becoming aware of it now. So that idea is probably here to stay. The question is, will a Bitcoin be around still? Or will Bitcoin be like Netscape was or AltaVista? There were very early search engines that got taken out by the Googles of the world. Um, but most people have no, no clue. We've talked to CPAs about it, to bankers about it, joking about, hey, you guys going to be giving out loans and Bitcoins anytime soon? Or can you pull them out of your, you know, out of your <coughs> pocket and put them on the table? No, again, it, it's, people have the trouble getting their, 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 their arms around it. Pull it out behind your behind ear. Behind your ear, by the bitcoins. <laughs> well, uh, I did some research just because I, I did invest some of my own money in it and I wanted to do some research beforehand. So um, basically what, what uh, Bitcoin is is a blockchain. They call it a blockchain. Not exactly sure what a blockchain is. That sounds but, like a rugby play. Uh, a blockchain? No? We should, we should make one, though. Here, I'll teach you how to play rugby. <laughs> but... Uh, Oh, that's a long, that's a long process. Hey, you've, you've, you've never played it. it. If you, yeah, no, if you play it. No, no, I'm saying that's a long process to teach him how to play rugby. To teach me yeah. anything takes a while. It's all right. Really? Yeah. <laughs> tough, game, uh, tough game. Yeah, tough game. Tough <laughs> game. Mm -hmm. But a blockchain, um, not a computer genius, don't know exactly what it is, what it consists of. But I do know blockchains have a certain purpose. So the Bitcoin blockchain is has the purpose of being currency so yeah. it's like the gold standard you know it, uh, an amount you know i don't know a coin of gold i don't even know any value you know uh you guys get what i'm saying don't you we understand okay so um it's a precious metal yeah right. so it's it, the gold is what it is it, someone says it has value the community says it has value right um that's the difference between um fiat money which is like a dollar bill you know the government says you know this is worth this much um uh, it can be printed you know the government can print money just sure. and yeah that's called inflation but um blockchain so bitcoin is a blockchain used for currency it's um Dang, I wish I wasn't the only one that kind of knew a little bit about this, so you guys can input. But we, uh, we, we know. I agree. We can't. <laughs> we can only input with stupid questions. And, I mean, and, and no, there's no well, question of stupid. I know that, but these would really be stupid questions. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> we know. We know. We've heard those terms too. Just, blockchain. What? What is yeah, this? Think so of a, think, think of, of all a coin. Kind of things. Think of a coin, like a gold coin, but a virtual one. It does right. exist, and it's just it is what it is. And no one can change the value of it because, you know, unless the whole market changes, you know, like it has been, people start investing in it. And, you know, you guys know that better than us. But um, just think of a Bitcoin as like a gold coin. You know, a gold coin will always be worth something. Mm -hmm. It might fluctuate, but it's going to be fairly reliable. Uh, another good thing about... Uh, you, know, you know what's so good about this conversation, Tom? Is that I'm everyone about listening? It. No, no. Everyone listening doesn't know what the heck we're we're doing or how blockchains are either. So <laughs> well, that's yeah, all but, right. But, yeah, but they're curious about it too. Because yes, it's, yeah, it's, absolutely. Sure, yeah, well, well, we'll, 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 we'll,
what little I know. Oh, that's another. What, no, you're doing all right. That's okay. all right. One of the hardest things to do is, you know, whether it be in technology or, or anything, is to try to take complex concepts mm-hmm. and make them simple. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be able to simplify things to present it, uh, you know, JFK used to tell his speechwriters to make everything at a sixth grade level so people can understand what he's talking about when he's, when he's giving his Wait speeches. Wait you know who JFK is? Do you? <laughs> yes. You think so? <laughs> I'll test you. I'll test you if you keep saying you oh, know. Shoot. Okay, who is he? Who's JFK? The president. That's right. <laughs> he was. John yes. F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy. <laughs> That's right. All right. Good. So, but it, it's a skill, and it's, a, it's, a, it's an important skill, especially in business, to take very complex things and be able to kind of boil it down. So as I ask people questions about it, I keep hearing the same stories. People read the same stories. And they're, they're playing back a book I read years ago. They're talking about this tulip thing from the 1500s. And they, people give the same answers. I'm thinking, okay, part of the challenge we have these days, too, is people are used to, we're, we live in a soundbite society. If I can't get it in a 30-second soundbite, and, and okay, now I have my opinion formed. And you start to kind of you know, scratch the surface a little bit. Most people have no clue what the heck they're talking about. Hey, I heard this here, I read this here, but they haven't investigated it. So the ability to kind of research something to try to figure out what the heck's really kind of going on, many folks don't have the ability or the, the desire to do that. It's amazing how short attention span many folks have. So that's more where, where the issue is. And people, again, they're kind of aware of it. If they don't understand it. They get kind of very uncomfortable with it. And the older we get, so again, you know, so, so Jack and I have 30 years between us. So um, and we've got almost 30 years between us, 25 years between us. There's a lot of things that he has to unlearn to, to learn new things, as do I. But you guys have never been in a world that doesn't exist from a computer standpoint. Computers have always been around, right? So when the Internet first came out, the idea of a smartphone, having a, the computing power of a smartphone in my hand like, like we do today, I mean, I, I, if you had told me that 20 years ago, I'd have been like, you guys, you're absolutely crazy. What are you talking about? I mean, computers are on desks, and that's what they're, they're done. And, you know, Use it to do spreadsheets and stuff. You know, you, you know, you don't get to get information or have whatever you're going to have here. You, you talk to the thing and it speaks back to me. All kinds of crazy stuff starts to kind of happen, you know. So <clears throat> we only have one more segment to go. We're hitting our, our, our last break here. We'll come back. We'll keep talking a little bit about Bitcoin, some technology stuff, as well as other things tonight. It's kind of a little different show for us tonight. So yeah. stay tuned. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini. And we're business coaches with Maximum Value Partners. We can help you get unstuck from a state of how. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at wintradio.com. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sonhalter. Hello, Adam. Hello, Jack. I'm Jack Mancini, and we are business coaches, and we're talking with a couple of very special guests tonight. We're talking about all kinds of entrepreneur stuff, going to college, uh, words and phrases that I haven't heard for about 40 years and maybe even longer. I don't even know what the heck people are talking about anymore. Hey, Jack, I just got a new follower on Twitter. Who did? I did. Oh, yeah. At Tony underscore Mentz. Who might that be? <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, we're connected. Yeah. We know we know what we're doing. We aren't that old yet. We're no, there. That's right. That's right. My 14-year-old's always making fun of me. He's laughing when I'm doing it. He says, I saw you just tweeted. What are you tweeting about, right? <laughs> he just shakes his head. I'm like, come on now. I'm, I'm, I'm staying off Instagram and Snapchat to kind of leave you alone there. My biggest problem with all this stuff is I have no idea where it goes when I press those buttons, and that scares the bejesus out of me. So, 
I don't know who I'm sending stuff to. So I have to send very boring stuff just in case, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, I don't know. Most people probably don't read it anyway, so right. it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> people are. I read your post the other day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. made a mistake in it. <laughs> yeah. They they didn't beat Alabama for the undefeated championship. They beat Tennessee, <laughs> but that's okay. Anyone who okay. wanted to check the record, of you're off by one. We also we did beat Alabama, so I know you did. Yeah, you're you're at that game too, weren't you, Jack? Uh, not the Alabama game. You're at the Tennessee game, weren't you? Yeah, one of those games. <laughs> he doesn't remember. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Too many to remember, right? Yeah. That's right. He wasn't watching the other team anyway. You're watching Kentucky play. I understand. Yeah. That's right. Right. Kentucky got a new rugby field too this year. Yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, they're investing some of that three billion dollars that came in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> have to <laughs> give a little bit. Have to give a little bit to everybody, fin- right? Finally showing the club sports some love. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, hardly do. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we, had, we had a really good time with with one of our clients earlier today. We're, we're, we're reminiscing. Um, you know, as Jack said, we, we, we work with clients anywhere from one to 25 employees. And so uh, this client has been a client of ours since he was one person. Well, he's always been one person, but his company was one person about six months into it. So he's been a client for about six years now. And we were reminiscing a little bit, kind of going back to some of the early humble beginnings. So, so Tony, you were sharing some of the, some of your startup stuff in terms of how things are kind of going with the, the bottled water stuff. And um, people always uh, will kind of get in their own way in terms of starting. Like, uh, how, how do you get started with the company? And you, you, you kind of just, you, you kind of go, you know. So you, you, it's never necessarily the right time to do it. Um, you can always find reasons not to do it. And the big thing that separates entrepreneurs from, from folks who aren't necessarily entrepreneurs is the ones who aren't will always find reasons not to do stuff versus finding reasons to do stuff. And so we're 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 having a good uh, having a lot of good laughs. We're we're laughing so hard we're crying this morning. We were, yeah. That was one of those kind of crazy crazy mornings. Yeah, kind of giggling like little schoolgirls. But uh, we were doing a little bit last week too when the show started. I was like, that's dangerous. But two of us start laughing. You, you get those 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 laughs. You can't stop, and then you can't talk. Right? It's like it's okay. So that's a <laughs> that's the worst thing for live radio. All of a sudden, neither you can talk. Yeah. You got open mics and nothing coming yeah. out. Right? A little lot of giggles. People trying to figure out. <laughs> listen to there. Yeah. Like, what the hell is this? So, so we have a lot of fun with our clients, and, and we'll do a lot of things to help them out early on. And one of the, the biggest challenges we were kind of all circle back to some of our, our earlier discussions tonight is finding good people. And uh, when he was first starting out, he had some guy from Australia that was ch- trying to hound him, be to help him out, and kind of be part of him. So, there's about a 13-hour time difference, give or take, with Australia, depending on the time of year. So I was visualizing, visualizing me, you know, here I am 5.30 in the morning walking my little pug. I'm walking her around, and you know, she's doing her thing, and we're on a conference call with this guy in Australia. He's got his Australian accent, you know, mate and everything else, and we're <coughs> talking to this guy. And we could tell within, you know, our 20-minute discussion with this guy that he, yeah, that he wanted to kind of run from this guy, not run to this guy. Just he's bad, bad news. But our client was trying to find people to help him out because it can be very lonely. If you're kind of out on your own doing your own thing, um, yeah, I know I was able to, to keep track of some of the stuff you're doing with your bottle of water through, 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 through Papa here. You know, he was kind of keeping me impressed with what was kind of going on. So having people to kind of guide you or mentor you early on, is a, you know, is a, it's a pretty important thing. If, if for nothing else, to kind of give you some encouragement. Um, a lot of times we'll have clients will call. I got a client that called just you know, during the show here. I'll talk to him on the, you know, on the drive home. They'll call just to kind of throw ideas by you. you know, we had a client today that was going through, through a tough situation. They kind of knew... The answer had to do with they, they, they're going to wind up terminating somebody, um, which is never a good time of year to do it. But people usually, you know, create their own problems. But they kind of knew what they had to do, 
but it's always good to kind of have somebody else to kind of talk to about it, who's a little bit objective about it, to make sure you aren't quite missing something or, or not missing some 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 potentials. Um, so it, it, it can be very very lonely though. That phrase it's lonely at the top. Okay, that's true of whatever you do, but it's especially true for folks who own companies where it can be very very tough to kind of know that you're doing the right thing and you, you make mistakes along the way and it's okay. <laughs> but uh, so it can be very it can be a lot of fun. So Natalie, you're studying education, is that right? Um, I'm going for physicians assisting. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're not going to be in business per se. I won't. No. You, you don't think so? At least not now. Yeah. Huh? All right. Everyone should have a little business, little side, little side venture. Well, but Whatever you've been exposed. Here. here you are quoting in terms of you know daily sales at the store. Okay. Yeah. So where what's kind of going on? And Jack and I kind of have a sickness that way. We'll sit down at a Panera and we'll kind of we'll kind of look around and see what's going on and try to guess what that store is doing during during the course of the day in terms of. Watching people kind of come and go, you got the average prices, this and that, and we'll do some math in our head to kind of guess. Say the store is probably doing a million bucks a year or whatever it's kind of doing to kind of get a sense for it. It's it helps you see the world in a little different way and appreciate how things kind of work. Um, it's it kind of fun. A lot of people like to look at things differently. You know, we're all different. Mm -hmm. And but entrepreneurism is. Uh, no, you're doing good, Tone. You're doing good with with your ventures here. Yeah, it's all for the experience. You know, and I learn a lot from you. I mean, I, I have all this baggage of you learn of, a lot from of me. years. I'm learning from you. I was telling Adam, you know, just the attitude of jumping into cryptocurrency, buying some Bitcoin. You know, you have no idea how it works. You got a sense of it, but that sense isn't deep. Here, I'm all burdened with decades of how to analyze a company and don't move uh, until this is in place and. Look at uh, all the analytics, the ROIs, the you know the, the the downsides, and by the time you get done, the opportunity is often sailed and you missed it. Where right now to just jump into it, okay, there there's something to say for that. I'm not saying it's necessarily the right way, but it's a good way, and it's it's a way that should be looked at by somebody like me and give up a lot of that baggage and quit being so freaking analytical. <laughs> And yeah, that's what I like. Yeah, you know, it's a big deal. Wait, somebody's oh. yeah, so yeah. You, you, you can talk yourself out of a lot of things. That's a big deal too. In order, in order to kind of make sure you don't talk yourself out of things, we can do that as a, as owners as well. There's always new technology coming in too, which is important. So we got a, a client we were talking to about this as well, who has a has a group of owners that are meeting to talk about this whole idea of Bitcoin. And and I was joking earlier about talking to a banker about giving loans out, but you know. Can you go spend this Bitcoin? And uh, I was talking to my son about it the other night. I said, well, yeah, we went to this Debella sub shop. I said, well, you know, we couldn't necessarily pay for it in Bitcoin, but there are places now starting to take it. There's a there's an online T-shirt uh, place that uh, the email came out and said, by the way, we're taking Bitcoin now. And it was something else. It was two of those currencies, right? So all of a sudden, you're able to take that and now use it to to get goods. And we were having a discussion earlier today with, with a guy about this, and I talked to him about. It. I said, well, look, I said it's it's kind of different now. I said. Well, Part of the, the thought, if I'm going to take your Bitcoin or, or your portion of Bitcoin from you, well, I'm thinking about, well, what's that going to be worth? You know, I think you said it was down $3,000 today for, for Bitcoin. Is that yeah. right, Tone? Okay. Yeah, well, from, from when I checked it a couple, yeah, it was 19000 Okay, uh, now it's down to like 16000 yeah. right? Okay, so that's a that's a pretty good percentage drop. Okay? Yeah. So picture now, all of a sudden, we're going to, you know, I'm going you know, to buy this, you know, th this mouse from me for $10. Okay, well, or uh, the equivalent of that in Bitcoin. Okay, well. If I'm going to sell it to you, I'm, I'm trying to think, okay, well, is that going to be worth $10, you know, equivalent, or will it be worth $15, you know, later today or, or, or next week, or does it go down to, to $5, you know? And so all of a sudden people start to kind of 
try to play that as a thing starts to fluctuate, you know, because it's, it's, it's not stable right now. It has some value to it, but value based on what? That's where people have trouble, I think, trying to understand mm-hmm. it or, 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 or try, to get, try to get their hands on it to, to a certain extent. Yeah, a, a country to watch, or a couple countries to watch, are um, when it comes to Bitcoin transactions and just completely, uh, you know, using it to, you know, in everyday life is South Korea and Japan. But in South Korea, I said, uh, there's something today about them getting hacked or got broken into by North Korea, they were saying. I, I heard about that. Whatever that means, I, got, yeah. I, got, I, caught, a, I caught a bit of it. And I'm like, okay, so mm-hmm. all of a sudden, if I'm getting ready to jump in, I read this little headline. All of a sudden, I, I paused, right? I'm like, okay, so how, what does that mean they got hacked into and, they, and things got stolen? Yeah. Right? It's like breaking into, you know, breaking in, into the vault at the bank. Well, it's a virtual vault, right? So we don't know what, you know, what does that really look like? So, so Japan and South, South Korea. Korea. Okay, yeah. so they're starting to try to figure out how to be able to use this thing to make it truly into a currency. Yeah, yeah. I think we're, yeah, we're probably at a disadvantage here in the U.S. because we don't have the fluctuations. I remember a few years ago when you had all the, the, the issues going on with Greece and Greece currency tanked big time. It's also, you know, I needed a barrel full of Greek currency to go buy a loaf of bread because it, was so, it, was, it became so devalued. Mm-hmm. So we haven't had that issue here in the U.S., certainly not for a while from that standpoint. So we're kind of spoiled from that standpoint. But if you look at the rest of the world outside of the U.S., there's some there's some places where hey, you know, this is I can see why it'd be very attractive for folks. Hey, I want something I can I can count on. And to me, one of the biggest things is being able to have faith in I'll call it the human population of you know nearly eight billion people now on the planet that are watching the stuff versus government A or government B or bureaucrats here or there that are kind of overseeing stuff that can kind of make it happen. So, all right, <clears throat> well. That's all the time we have for our show this evening. It's amazing. We told you guys when you came in, it'd be a fast hour, and it, it did go by very, very fast. Yeah, so Thank you, Adam. Thank you for joining us today, Anthony and Natalie. Appreciate you guys being in here. And thank you, listeners, for joining us again on this week's edition of Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Uh, next week will be our last 7.30 p.m. on Wednesday show. Starting in the new year on January 3rd, we're going to be on at 7 p.m., so make sure you, you, make, uh, you make note of that. If you want to get a hold of us in the meantime, give us an email at radio at MaximumVP.com. Or give us a call at 877-849-0670. Learn more dirty secrets of small business next Wednesday. Hey, thanks for listening on Integrity Radio, WINT, 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at wintradio.com.